0: But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey, hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of The Burt Not Ernie Show podcast. I am really, really thankful that you're listening today, and I am like behind on show notes because, well, um, I have been speaking at summits and conferences like every month of the year thus far for 2021, and, and that I had an online prayer retreat in a private Facebook group that was for, it's like a prayer group, obviously, right? So it was a retreat about prayer. Uh, and I spoke like, I think, nine times in a matter of days. And so, just like the work on summits and conferences, it's quite a bit. And this actually is um, a conference week for me as well. But yesterday, cool, exciting announcement. Yesterday, my very last conference speaking session went live. Um, I am just not going to be speaking at conferences anymore. Can you believe that? Uh, you probably are like, yeah, whatever, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, for me, I'm excited. This is a new corner I'm turning, and I'm going to be catching up on on show notes. If you have been waiting for an email of bullet points from one of those sessions, that will be coming. If you're in the prayer group and you're wondering, when am I going to do the pinned post and update it with all of um, those last, most recent prayer retreat videos in order and get some notes up, yep. Yep. All of that stuff is the kind of stuff I can get done now. So I'm really excited. I really am. I thought it would be harder to say goodbye to something I've kind of enjoyed, but. Nope. I'm super excited about it. Okay. So, um, and you know, you add in real life stuff like laundry, doctor's appointments, doing your taxes, and I'm just, I'm behind on show notes. It's coming though. Um, on a couple of projects I've been working on that I've wanted to work on this year, I've been super behind as well. And one of those, um, I may need some beta readers for, I will mention that at the end. If you think you might be interested in being a beta reader, you can let me know. You can find me on social media, DM me, or um, don't leave a comment on the podcast about that because I can't keep up with, like, there might be comments on all the different platforms where my podcast is. And yeah, that's just like, yeah, just send me an email at janelbert@outlook.com and say beta reader in the, in the subject line and just say, I'm interested. Here's my email address. Boom. I'll get you on the list. So, okay. Um, you know, so this conference I'm speaking at currently that's like going on right now, uh, it's just golly, that's it's it. It's my last one. So I just came to the realization I can't possibly keep up with all the things and um, I've even been saying no to speaking opportunities and I still can't keep up. So and also at the same time, keep up with what God has put on my heart to be doing next. and He's always putting on our hearts the next thing. And then the next thing and then the next thing, because if we're not dead, we're not done. Right. So, you know, I rarely even make like a graphic to share on social media about my latest podcast episode. So let alone like promoting my devotional or pointing people to my website, all things that I really, you know, I didn't do those things for nothing I do them out of obedience to the Lord and so I need to talk about them rather than all my time going on to working on a summit or something that's hosted by somebody else like doing someone else's work for them so uh, it's gotten to be way too much for me at this point so all of that to say are you doing too much in some area of your life okay this isn't me like I'm not talking about I don't want you to take this and say well I heard on this podcast that you know if I hate doing something, I can stop doing it. Or if I just don't want to do something, uh, you know, I'm not giving you permission to quit being a good parent or or whatever, or something that you know you're supposed to do. Like, I hate eating healthy and exercising, so I'm going to quit doing that. Uh, that's not what you're hearing me say. I'm saying, is there some area where you are doing too much, more than God is asking you, you to do? Could it be hindering or hampering your ability to really like buckled down on the work that God is calling you to do. I am not saying go quit your day job and, you know, like have no income. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Is there, is there some good stuff that takes more time than you had anticipated it would, that could be, might be, maybe crowding out the best stuff? And maybe perhaps as of late, you've been feeling like a change could be in order. That is where I'm at. So this is last time for me. I've got a couple friends that I would consider doing a live session with their group, like Carrie Kleinbeck or Anna Willis, but, um, you know, to maybe like speak live or something. But um, I think that would be even that might be a rarity. You know, it would have to be live where I can just run with it and go kind of spontaneously and not have all of the front end middle-end, back-end work. as a lot. I can't commit so much time, effort, energy into the promotion and the behind-the-scenes work. It's a lot, lot, lot for other people's events because I am, not because their events are bad, but because I am neglecting the specific things God has told me to do. So now, as a result of this decision... I am more excited about what I'm working on now than I have been in like forever, a long, long time, a long, long time. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I really can. I can see like, oh, now I have the time and the excitement to get that thing done. That thing I've just kind of started on that I know God's been calling me to do. Yep. Now all of a sudden I'm not in a dark tunnel and I don't even feel like I'm at step one. I haven't actually advanced any farther. Yesterday was the last session. Today is a new day. I haven't moved any farther in a day, but man, I see a huge bright light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that, um, that it's going to get done because now I have the bandwidth to get it done. How's your bandwidth in your life? As we start to open back up post COVID, don't just fill, fill, fill up every second. Check your bandwidth, check your bandwidth. Um, okay. So what are you excited about too? What have you lost excitement about Because you don't have time to work on it, where it's an area where it feels like you are at the that the like step one, and all you see is the long dark tunnel ahead of you. Where if you just made a couple of changes, decisions, like like you decide to be in agreement with the Lord that you're gonna you're gonna walk forward on this, and you're going to, um, you know, cut out some of the fat, give yourself some more bandwidth. Where instantly you might see light at the end of the tunnel. Where do you need to give yourself permission to stop doing all the things and start doing just the things, as in, i.e., just what God has put on my heart to do, just what God has put on your heart to do, his assignment for you, for your life at this juncture? This is great if you're willing to really you know, go all in with Jesus on this. It's great. It's so great. I highly recommend it. You know, think Ferris Bueller. I highly recommend it, right, in that kind of voice. It's not that any of these things have been bad, and that's probably true for you, right? I mean, many of these things have been really awesome. I've connected with women. It's been so great, but I've only got so much gas in the tank. Same as you, right? And I can only do so much in my 24 hours every day, same as you. So I got to be more choosy. Choosy moms, choose Jeff. I got to be more choosy or time is just going to keep slipping away. And then you realize, oh, it's April. And I have not written a single itty bitty word. in that next book idea the Lord called me to work on. Not cool, guys. Not cool. Like when I knew in December what was coming and I haven't even started because, oh, it's April getting close to May and I haven't even started, Like, right? So, um, let alone, you know, that Bible study idea he's been put on my heart to maybe start doing, um, a study online, you know, maybe in a Facebook group or something, right? Can you relate to any of that? Can you take a second right now and say, it's April. Is there a thing that maybe I haven't even started on that I, that I know God wanted me to do this year? Ooh, is there a way maybe I can just, um, decrease things in my life a bit so I can get about God's current work for me to do. Okay. As Ephesians says he has works for us to do. And work in Genesis came before sin, it came before the fall. So some people are like working for retirement. Um I don't know. I'm I'm working to keep working. I hope that makes some sense. Like that's biblical. Okay, for episode 60, I am going to do something new. I have a giveaway. Woohoo, it's the 60th episode and that is like that's a milestone, right? Uh, details about that at the end of the show today. So um, listen to the end and also uh, a link if you want to check out. There's a couple days left where you can buy a ticket through this link to my last ever speaking session if you want. But um zero pressure, like for real, zero pressure. And this is really important. I need to give a shout out to somebody special today, to Miss N. I'm not going to say her whole name because she is young, but um, to Miss N, a listener, I want to say, well, hey, hello there. And this is to you. This is uh, Janet for your little sweet Miss N. May the Lord bless you today and make his face shine upon you and give you just some really amazing example of his great love for you today. Just something special that makes you smile and lets you know, little Miss Ann, that you are precious and you are important and you are loved by God. Alrighty. Well, a project I'm working on right now is a prayer journal dun-dun-dun, that's that thing that I haven't really written much on, and I've just started to um, sketch it out. Well, it's a prayer journal a prayer, and like a devotional combo. So it'd be like room to write out your prayers, little uh, short devotionals based on entirely on Psalm, Psalm 119, and it's like specifically for parents to use in praying for their children, right? So I'm really excited about this because, wow, I mean, it's it's God's promises, It's praying. It's our children. It's that's going to be a way of ministering to to moms, uh, dads probably too if they want to buy it. It's all of the things that are so close to my heart. So I'm not sure when it's going to be available for purchase because it takes a couple minutes to write a book, you know. But I do have a ridiculously talented daughter who I think is going to be helping me design the actual page layout, so it'll be beautiful. I mean, she does her work is stunning. If you need somebody to do like graphic design work or something for you she is your gal and she's worth every penny of her hourly fee I can tell you that straight up like and her name is Savannah Burt and you can find s-a-v-a-n-n-a don't put an h on there Burt you can find her on the social medias email me at janelbert at com, and I will hook you up I'm telling you her stuff is it's scary good it's scary good I could tell you stories about things her prof said in college but um Trust me, it's so good. So, anyway, Psalm 119.50 from the ESV says, This is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise gives me life. Ah, uh, hello. Yeah. And guess what? That's not the Amplified. What? This verse, this verse right here, pretty much is worded the same way in the the CSB, Christian Standard Bible, or the NIV. So I could have used any of those. But, you know, a lot of people and a lot of pastors are using the English Standard Version, the ESV, right now. So, you know, that seemed like a solid option for this episode. Comfort. Think about that word comfort. What comes to mind when you hear that word? A warm blanket on a cold day. A cup of hot tea. A really good coffee from your absolute favorite coffee shop. Comfort food, listen, comfort food, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. Some people, some people take comfort in good health, right? Like for real, like that is comforting that they're focused on their health and they're getting healthier day by day. Uh, Just sort of think for a second on what comes to mind for you personally when you hear the word comfort. What is most comforting to you? What really, really super duper brings you deep down comfort? Okay, now the psalmist here is specifically talking about what brings his comfort in his affliction. Okay, so another level, another layer here. In the exact middle of what's afflicting him, right there, this thing, whatever it is, it's giving him fits, it's bringing trouble and difficulty his way, affliction, all right? So what comes to mind when you hear that word, affliction, in that place, right, of your life, right where? right there in, in the smack dab in the middle of whatever is afflicting you. That is where this verse promises to bring you comfort. Okay. So now you're tracking, I'm sure with why I just love this verse. It's so awesome. I really like that this verse goes so much deeper than just surface level. And it really does that it's, it's like, there's some meat here. It's meaty. It's a real, real promise. Real, real, double real promise that you can wrap around your circumstances. You can take this and you can unfold your circumstances in it, your afflictions, whatever they might be, and you can just simply believe that this promise is one hundred. It's one hundred true, one hundred percent true for you today. So, what is the exact promise that we discover right here in verse fifty of Psalm one nineteen, which is a very lengthy psalm, by the way, in case you didn't know. This is this is um here it is. Here's the exact promise. The promise is, drum roll please, that God's promise gives us life. Huh? The promise is our promise? Yes. Yes, it is. The promise is our promise. Okay. So have you done any of my homework suggestions from the podcast or maybe in the prayer retreat where uh, I may have said like in your daily Bible reading, um, you landed on a verse that had a promise in it and you're just like, Oh yeah, that lady on that podcast said, when I see something like that, and I really have that sense that I know this is God's promise to me, did you write it down? Have you grabbed it and said, I'm believing that as my own, that's for me? Like if you've done those, that's the kind of homework I give. It's not uh, it's not about getting a good grade. It's about you kind of like having an activity, you know, you don't learn what you just hear so much as you learn what you do, if that makes sense, right? I mean, that is really what sticks when you actually do it and apply it. So this isn't me giving you homework like a teacher. This is like me more like encouraging you to believe it for yourself, do it for yourself. And the doing of believing God's word is actually the believing. You have to appropriate it. It's, um, it's no good really. I might be encouraging to you, but I can't believe I promise for you. I can believe I promise for you and pray it for you, but I can't do your believing for you. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. So that's the kind of homework I want you to be about. Like, because that's where real life change comes in. Absolute life change is what God's word is all about. Okay, so um, if you have found a promise in God's word that is yours, you know God just made it leap off the page at you. Let's start there. Consider that verse, that promise, your promise. That promise is the reason you have comfort in your affliction. Why? Because that exact promise is what gives you life. Okay. All the more reason to be in God's word, to be, um, to ask him before you start reading, Holy Spirit, show me something today. Speak to me today. Show me, reveal new things to me from your, from your word. Give me a promise. You can even pray. Give me a promise about this situation. Give me a promise about my health struggle. Give me a promise about, uh, my student loan debt. Give me, give me a promise. Ask him. And then when you see it, believe it, because that promise is what's going to give you life. Okay, we think of life as breathing, heartbeats, and like actually living our lives rather than just drifting through life, right? Like, I mean, life is about living. When we think of life, your promise gives me life. You don't think, yeah, your promise gives me the ability to just keep working. And when I get home, turn on the Netflix and I'm working my life. Or your promise gives me just like a staleness of my mind and I'm just drifting through life, not living. No, that's working your life, drifting through life. That's not the same as living your life necessarily. Now you can love your work, but, and you can take a vacation where you are, you know, take a vacation from your problems, like Bob Wiley, like you can take a break from things. But I mean, if like the overarching theme is I'm a workaholic and I don't deal with anything, I'm, um, I'm controlling every aspect of, of every part of my life because there's some area that's out of control um, or maybe something in my childhood that was very out of, out of control and I learned to react wrongly based on maybe a wrong reaction toward me. All that kind of stuff can have a big impact, but God wants you to live your life and God's promise is what actually does give us life. Live your life, not drift through your life. Okay. I'm not saying work all not to stop working or work all the time to never take a break or always take a break. I'm saying live your life. Don't let your life just, don't check out from it. If you want to stop drifting through your life and you want to start big time living your life, you get one life, folks. We don't get 10. We get one. Then get yourself a promise from God's word. If you want to stop drifting and start living big time, get yourself a promise from God's word and then believe it. Believe it. Write it down. Memorize it. Put it in your phone via your calendar app. Set an alarm. Read that verse every single day when that alarm dings. Um, on your on your Apple Watch, right? Just your iWatch. Just hello. Set an alarm. When it goes off, read the verse. On your laptop, like make it like if you're at work and you do most of your work on a laptop, set the reminder so it pops up on your screen at, at a certain time every day when you know you'll be in front of the laptop. Um, make it your Your um, I don't. Does anybody use screensavers anymore? I don't. But make it your background, like so. As soon as you log in, boom. There's that verse. Um, you know, use whatever system works for you, but don't let your promise be far from you. Review it like a lot, all the time, every day. Um, in your Nacho voice, say like every day. You've got to be kidding me. Those are my favorite things to do every day. Okay, really, you can read your verse. And like, just decide to believe it every single day. You can do it. I mean, would it be nicer if I said, do you think you could read your verse and decide to believe it every day? Yeah, I can. I could say it nicer, but I get so excited. I want you to really make believing God's promise, believing that promise God gave to you. Can you make believing God's promise to you your favorite thing to do every day? That, my friend, is what gives you life. So yeah, this verse does not give you like an exact promise, specific promise per se, it gives you so much more. It's like this, the world is my oyster kind of a thing. Got a promise, like got milk, got a promise. Remember the got milk campaign? Then this verse is for you. If you've got a promise, Psalm 119.50 is for you. Then you have life being given to you. Every time you read it, recite it, pray it, remember it, and believe it. Every time. Every time. Whoa, that's amazing. That's amazing. Every time. Okay, so who knows that part of why, um, you know, my health has been going so well might have a whole lot to do with the time I spend prepping for this podcast each week, reading God's word and his promises. And even as I'm hoping to encourage you with the truth that every promise of God will come to pass. Um, You know, he's not ever going to fail in keeping his promises to you. At the same time, I'm reminding myself of that truth, right? So when I have a really good stretch with my health, how do I know that it doesn't have much more to do with just God's promises giving me life than anything else that's going on, right? I mean, when I share with you in my prep time beforehand, I'm being encouraged. Like, it seems like a totally legit reason, For better health regarding my heart than maybe uh, the world or pharmaceuticals or cardiologists or whatever. Like, I mean, all the other things, I'm not dissing any of those things. I'm just saying, I believe that when it says God's promise gives me life, it actually does. It actually does. This is your comfort today in your affliction right now. And even if things are like going super great, there's probably some little area where it's like, even if your affliction today is just that you stubbed your toe in the middle of the night and it hurts right? Like, and then you had a presentation today and you had to wear heels and your toe hurts. That's an affliction. God's promise can give you life right now in the midst of that, let alone the huge things that just really can weigh us down. And it's going to give you life tomorrow. And then it's going to give you life the next day and on and on and on it goes. This is a never ending promise. It ain't never going to wear out. It's not like a dad joke that, you know, like, that's tired. That joke's worn out, dad. No, this is an open-ended promise from the Bible that assures us that every other promise, all of them in God's word, are true now, will always be true. They're never going to drop off and stop being true. It's an overarching umbrella of complete safety that we can only find in the promises of God. This is rich. It's tremendous. It's too vast to plumb the depths of this. And it is all ours. It's all yours starting right now. So I want to encourage you to apply this verse, Psalm 119, verse 50, to your favorite current Bible promise. And if you don't have one yet, maybe, you know what, grab Romans 8, 28. Why not? Make that yours until another verse jumps off the page at you during your regular Bible study time. Uh, You can also read Psalm 23, and start believing one of the promises found there. And just like keep reviewing it daily, review it. um, And do more than that. Expect it to bring you life, to to help you to fully live this one life you've got as a result of this promise, whatever your particular promise is. Also, there's a good reason for Psalm 23 being like the most popular Psalm in the Bible, because it's awesome. Just because Loads of people know it by rote from childhood. That doesn't mean you should just read over it quickly or just when you start reading it, say, yeah, yeah, I know this one. No, no, no. Slow that roll, Karen, and really read that passage. Be amazed that as you pray those verses over yourself, pray Psalm 23 over yourself today, you're going to be like, wow, oh, wow. Uh, yes, indeedy, Miss McCready. God's promise brings me life. Try it. You'll see what I mean. Okay. All righty. Let me see. How long have I been... Alright, I'm, I'm doing okay on time about what I thought it would be. Okay. I'm going to wrap up for today though. Ah, oh, this is fun. This is a fun episode. I just, I love this verse so much. Okay. Giveaway info that I mentioned earlier. Since this is my dun, 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 60th episode, I'm going to give away a print copy of my devotional, The Power of God's Will, 40 Days of God's Promises, and I will mail it snail mail to you in the U.S. If there's somebody who lives in Canada and they end up winning, um, I will probably not mail it from me to them. I will mail it to them via Amazon because shipping is crazy to Canada. Like it cost me $24 to mail a couple of books to Canada recently, $24. So yeah, and that's like books. Normally that would cost $3 if you send it media mail. Okay, so uh, I will do it a different way. I'll like order it on Amazon and ship it to you. Uh, Beyond that... um, I, you know, I I get downloads for my podcast all over the world. So if somebody wins from somewhere else in the world, I'll figure it out. Probably do the whole Amazon thing to get it to you. And if you win and you already happen to have the book, if so, thank you. I appreciate it so much. You can either uh, get a copy, a print copy and like give it away as a gift or you can have an alternative like a gift card. So and all that will be hashed out. Like, you know, if it's an Amazon gift card, Starbucks, well, if there's something you we will talk about that if you win and you already have the book. Uh, but here's the deal. I can't do this via podcast comments, like I mentioned earlier, because I don't see comments on all the platforms where the Burt Not Ernie show is. So, you know, you if you know me in real life, you can DM me, you know, send me a message on Facebook, shoot me a text, whatever. If I don't know you in real life, like we're not connected on the social medias, on the interwebs, then just send me a quick Email, take like, I mean, less than 30 seconds of your time to janelbert at outlook.com. All you need to do to enter this giveaway is share the podcast. That's it. Share the podcast, share it anywhere you like, and then just let me know you shared it. You don't need no screenshots. I don't need to, you know, this is, this is a Christian podcast. So it's big trust factor here. I'm not going to be like, I need proof that you shared it. Just, you know what, just send me a message of some sort shared your podcast, right? Um, one thing I want you to do though is like, um, oh, I do need like a name, a first name or initials or something to put in the, the spinny wheel, the wheel of wow. Anybody have kids who played Webkins, the wheel of wow. And then when they do a giveaway, that wheel is like, that's like the wheel of wow. Anyway, I need a name to put in the spinny wheel of wow to choose the winner. Like, like everybody can't be X or I'll never know which X. One Okay. So, um, and a return email address so I can get a hold of you. That's it. But listen, if you share it 10 places, that's 10 entries. So please just tell me I shared it 10 places or whatever. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so simple. Jan Elbert at Outlook.com. Shared five times. My name is Jack. That's our dog's name. He's so sweet. And uh, my email is, I don't know, whatever Jack's email would be. Okay. So, I, and I'm going to pick a winner on uh, I'm going to do May 1st. That sounds sounds like a good day for it. I don't want this to be super long, open-ended, um, but share as often as you want on platforms everywhere. Each share is one entry. Email me, blah, blah, blah. I already said all this. You can see I'm skimming over my notes again to make sure I didn't forget anything. And thank you. Thank you for helping me celebrate 60 episodes. Like It's kind of a biggie for me. Most podcasts only last what is it I've read between seven and 13 episodes? Like 13 is a lot. So I feel good about 60 and I have, ah, I got such a great, um, oh, next week's episode. I'm so excited. It's like I don't know. I hope that it's not just for me, but if it is, I don't even care. It's so good. I'm so excited about it. So 60, big deal for me. This show has not been a small undertaking, and I have not gone like halfway. I really wholeheartedly stepped into this totally unknown world and followed the Lord's leading out of obedience and love for him. And I committed to it before I really knew everything that it was going to entail, which might sound like, I mean, you don't want to, Jesus said, don't start building. Who starts building and doesn't consider the cost? Um, I think I considered the cost. I just, there, I think there's always more in the building project, like the process than you realize. So... Um, I'm not speaking against God's word. I'm just saying I, I wholeheartedly agreed because I knew he was calling me to do it. So and I knew that I had what it was going to take. I'd counted the cost in the physical realm and I would depend on the Holy Spirit in the spiritual realm. And yeah, you know, I just did this wholeheartedly out of love and obedience for him. So that's worth celebrating, right? And let's celebrate yours. If you've done something like that, woohoo. Go, you. That's awesome. Let's celebrate it. Okay. Link in the show notes to that last conference I'll be speaking at. And oh, I forgot. If you want to be a beta tester for the prayer journal from Psalm 119, please let me know. Email me at that same email, janelbert at outlook Um I'll need your name and an email. Also, if you're not serious about it, though, don't email me because I had some beta testers for my last book that they just didn't hold up their end of the bargain and that just is no fun and I'm not super I just don't like confrontation so I really don't want to have to be harping on anybody so if you're serious yes if you're not that's okay just pass okay so this is a big leap off the cliff for me into a great big unknown with the Lord not speaking at conferences anymore so oh also this conference is a homeschool conference if that makes a difference so um, and if you know a homeschooler you can share the link anyway that is it that is it I'm going to be watching for your messages and emails, and I'm going to keep track of entries and yes, so awesome. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you for sharing the podcast and for being here today and just for, um, gosh, for believing God's promises, right? Let's keep after it. Okay. I'll see you next time for episode 61, which is so good. And I guess that's it. Keep believing God's promises though. Keep believing them because right now in this very moment, they are giving you life. All right. Bye-bye.